Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD here with my smoking hot wife, Carmen. <laughs> hey, baby. How are you? Good, how are you? Ah, the warm embrace of the studio. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Uh, guys, we are going to bring you the live house party show tonight and pretty much all of December because we went really long. Very, very long. <laughs> Our big thanks to John and Rosemary for inviting us to the house party and inviting all those wonderful people that we got to meet. We got to meet some really cool people and got some really interesting stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Uh, learned some valuable lessons along the way, one of which is, yeah, we kind of set up in the wrong place. Yeah. It was very, very noisy. So I hope you guys can bear with me. We, we did a lot of work on this show to, to cut down the noise level. And uh, I think it turned out pretty good. I think you're going to enjoy it. But um, as far as the house party goes, i give you a little rundown because we really didn't talk about it much during the interviews. We did, uh, I don't even know how many interviews, but a ton. Um, so we get there and we set up the studio. It's just uh, at this point, it was just you and I and, and John and Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, set everything up, had a nice little chat with them. Uh, then people started arriving. We knew some of them. We got introduced to a whole lot more. Everybody kind of mingled around. We ate some dinner. And then the er- fun started. everybody went downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to give you an idea, their, their house, they've got the whole downstairs kind of set up as... As ours is, it's it's got a bar and you know some seating areas and just a lot of fun. Um, they have a spreader bar hanging from the ceiling in the corner. We don't have that, not yet. <laughs> um, and a table full of sex toys. We we keep ours in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would display them for, you know, if you ever had a For party. the right company? Yeah. Absolutely. Of course I would. Um, so, yeah, it, it really was a really cool uh, cool setup and a cool atmosphere, and we had a lot of fun. Um, Carmen, I think it's safe to say we had this little discussion the other day, but are you officially a voyeur now? I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problems with it. Uh, some of the stuff we saw, of course, a lot, a lot of naked people. Um, we did see a lot of oral sex. We saw some penetrative, penetrative sex. Uh, we saw some spanking, some people being put up in the, the spreader bar and, and spanking and clawing and all that fun stuff going on. We saw um, actually a few different women who were able to squirt. And did so. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> we got to see that. <laughs> um, it was just, but I, I don't want you guys to think that this was just a wild and crazy orgy because it really wasn't. No. It was a group of, of people that just got together and had fun. It was a it was a party. Very there just much happened so. to be some sex going on as well. Yeah, and it, you didn't see like a whole lot of oh, I'm going to go with this person, now I'm going to go with this person, now I'm going to go with this person, and, you know, going off and having sex with 10 different people in the no, same night. Not at all. No, and you could tell they were all uh, very comfortable with each other. Um, for the most part, I think they were all good friends. Uh, there were a few different groups, I think. Uh, this this group kind of hung out together, and, yeah, this other group kind of hung out together. and But they did intermingle as well. Um, so yeah, I think they were just all very comfortable with each other, and uh, like I said, it was just it was it was your everyday crazy off the hook party that just happened to have a little sex going on as well. Yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah, got to talk, uh, speak with some people in the in the garage, and they actually gave us the name of the violent or Violet Wand, which we yes. will be going and picking up on Saturday or on Friday night for <laughs> some fun on Saturday. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's the electro uh, shocking device that looks like a lot of fun. So we're going to try that out this weekend. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, 
This is going to be part one of this house party show. I think it's going to actually air in three parts. We did that many interviews, so we hope you guys enjoy it. Part one's a little long, so so bear with us. You know, you might have to listen to it in a couple of sittings. Um, the first part, we start off and we get to sit back down with John and Rosemary. That was cool because we really haven't talked to them on the air since before the Halloween takeover. Yeah, since they were here. Yeah, since they came onto the show and, and we did that first two-part series with them. Uh, so that was really neat. We got to sit down and talk to them for a while. Uh, and then we interview a couple of other couples uh, on this first part that we'll get to as well. We really hope you enjoy this show, folks. Uh, remember, you can always hit us up with questions, comments. Uh, yell at us if you want. It's MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. We're on the Twitter at MidwestThreesome. Or on Facebook, it's just under Midwest Menage a Trois. Sit back and enjoy. Here comes The House Party, part one. Have fun. Midwest Menage a Trois. And as you can hear in the background, we are coming to you live from the house party here tonight. We're going to jump right into it, guys. We're not dicking around with this shit. We got John and Rosemary here with us, guys. How the hell are you? We're doing great. How We're doing are you? great. Good, good. We haven't seen you in a while, so we haven't had you on the show. Oh, um, probably since the hotel takeover was uh, pre-hotel takeover, we haven't had you back on. So, well, we had you guys on for just a few minutes at the takeover, but it was yeah. you were running around like crazy people. So That's true. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us here. This is awesome. Well, thanks for coming out. It's uh, already getting a little crazy, and it's uh, you guys are our first interview of the night, so I'm I'm really interested to see where this is going to go tonight. It's going to be kind of interesting. Yes, it will. Um, <laughs> Rosemary's getting felt up as we're on the air. That's cool. I'm her naughty girl. Uh oh. And who's this? Teresa one. Teresa one. We have two Teresas here. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa uh, one is a dirty girl. Teresa one is a two is a good girl. <laughs> That's Teresa yeah, two, right. by the way, screaming across That's the room. That's because I broke Teresa two in. <laughs> We're gonna get to that story in just a little bit because I heard that one earlier. That's that's a hell of a story. We're gonna talk about that, uh, guys. I want to ask you about the house party a little bit here. You know, we talk a lot about the hotel takeover when you did that. That's just a tremendous amount of work. Is this kind of more of your? Uh, your fun time when you do something like this, you guys get to enjoy it a little more. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, we get to sit around and relax more. You know, we have probably this last day before, well, the day of the party, we we clean, set the tables up, get all the liquor in place, and get everything ready, ready for the uh, party. Right, and then we get to. After we eat, we get down to the bar where we're sitting at, and then we start partying. Yeah, at least this party here, we get to play more. It's more fun time for us. Now, we want to thank you guys, too, because you kind of really handpicked the guest list here for tonight and, and brought a bunch of people in that are willing to talk to us, which is really cool. So uh, thank you for doing that. How did you how did you come up with this list of people that, are, that you thought would be, oh, these guys are going to be good to talk? We had a few that said, hey, we heard you're going to do a podcast. They wanted to be here. Really? Yeah. Awesome. They, yeah. they wanted to come out and speak and do what they, they enjoy, too. Um, but then we started picking people to match the other people that were coming. You know, we have different parties throughout the year. House parties we have where we have to segregate, not segregate, get people together that mesh together better. Sure. So not everybody meshes with everybody. So we have one party will invite this group, and the next party will invite this group. So that's kind of how we do them. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Etiquette-wise, I had this question, and I told Carmen I was going to ask you this. Um, at the hotel takeover, we stopped by your guys' room on Sunday morning. We wanted to say thank you, and, and we were leaving, and so we wanted to say goodbye. Uh, walked by the room. The door was open, and Rosemary, you were in there, topless. <laughs> and we kind of glanced in and, and looked away real quick and went, okay, and we kept walking. <laughs> And we're like, we'll come back later. In, in a situation like that, is it is it normal etiquette to just walk in and say hi, good morning? Or yes. okay, you, you I, totally could have done that. Yes. Usually, if the door is open and saying you're welcome to come Absolutely. in, you still always have to ask if you're going to touch. But if the door is open, just walk yep. on in. Okay. Yep. And, uh, we just, yeah, we kind of went. Oh, okay, we'll come back later. And, and if you don't feel comfortable just walking in, 
just tap on the door not or the side of the door and say, "Hey, can I come on in?" Yeah, most of people don't care. Okay, excellent. I would have been fine with it. <laughs> so you guys have another huge event coming up on New Year's Eve this year. You've got the uh, the hotel takeover going on again for New Year's. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's expanded. You got the uh, the hotel to agree to a second night. Well, they actually came to me and asked me to have it both nights. They asked us to have it both nights. So. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So I obviously they must think you guys are pretty good customers, and they must have been happy with everything and the turnout. Overall, they were. Yes. I mean, overall, they were. there was a little few messes that we've got to straighten out. When, when people come to the hotel parties, and this is just throwing it out there now for everybody, you come to a hotel party. Take care of it like it's your own house. Yes. Don't leave. Don't leave the condoms laying over on the on the trees for your your kid to come out and see. You don't want that. Right. So please take care of the hotels like it's your own. Don't mess the towels up. Don't stain everything. So we have to reimburse some of that money back because of most of the damages. Oh wow. Well, we chose to. We are. We, we made that off. We offered. Okay. Sure. So, yeah, treat the hotels like it's your own. Well, and I would think it's just like a, just like any hotel situation where if you check into a room, they've got your credit card. They know what room you were in. So right. if that hotel wanted to, they could have charged the individuals that were next responsible. Time, next time around, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, and it should. So we all learned the lesson from the first time around. So that's what they're going to start doing. So uh, for the New Year's Eve one... You went a little bit of a different route. We've got a live band coming in. Yes. Uh, you're not doing some of the big displays that we did last time, right? That is correct. Okay. So you did more of just a kind of a New Year's party in the ballroom and, and right. people counting down to the new year, basically. Right. Yep. We're hoping they're going to stick around and listen to the band and just relax and party afterwards if that's what they want to do. No, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Carmen. I thought you had a question. You no. looked at me like you did. No. <laughs> so, all right. Well, guys, I want to thank you for stopping by real quick here. We're going to step aside and take a break. I'm going to make some adjustments here because we're setting up in a, in a weird location here. i got to get all this technical crap worked out. Okay. So, but uh, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit later in the night thank if that's all right. Okay. Yes, that's thank fine. you. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Midwest Menage a Trois. Hey, gang. JD here with Midwest Menage a Trois with a programming note. If you have a show idea, we would love to hear from you. Email us today at midwestthreesome at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook. It's under Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope to hear from you soon. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. We are here now, back at the house party. My lovely wife, Carmen, and myself are joined by Louie and Jackie O. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello. How you doing? Hello. Good, good. good. Uh, and I'm sorry, I just have to comment on Jackie O's outfit here. Yes. <laughs> wow, like the cutouts and the, the stretchies. And I like it. Cutouts and the stretchies. That's I, I believe that came from Paris. That's a Paris... Um, <laughs> well, what else do you want me to call it? Fashion term. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, first of all, let's start off with a little bit about you guys. How long have you been in the lifestyle? I have been in the lifestyle my entire life. My parents were swingers, so I kind of grew up in the lifestyle. Oh, no kidding. Yes. So growing up, did you know what they did? Not in, at first, but when I was a teenager, I figured it out. No okay. And were you shocked at that time? Well, um, I grew up in a, a lake house, and we had cottages all around us, and every weekend there was always big groups of people that came to the cottages well at our house there's always four or five or ten couples that came and spent the weekend you know we had the ski boat out rolling steaks you know playing at the lake house it was just like everybody else right it's just after hours you know i went to bed at 8 30 and they partied <laughs> and i'd wake up at seven in the morning come down and watch tv you know cartoons and there would be you know five or ten couples in some manner of dress in some some way asleep through the house. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Huh. All right. So uh, that's your story, Louis. Uh, how about you, Jackie? Oh, how long have you been in the lifestyle? Approximately four years. Four years. Okay. Yes. Um. Now, how did how did you guys come to be together in the lifestyle? I guess how did that how did that conversation go? Because <laughs> obviously, I'm assuming Louis brought it up. Um, yeah. Yes and no. Oh. <laughs> so my cousin's a swinger, 
Okay. And he was the one that introduced us. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, so uh, did you know her cousin before? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Her, her, a few years before that, um, I had met her, her cousin and his wife, and I helped coach them through the beginning of coming into the lifestyle. Oh, no kidding. And they knew that I was looking for a permanent partner. Yep. And... Uh, she was looking for somebody that was decent, a human being, I guess. I don't know. And uh, so they said, we know the perfect girl for you and told her, uh, you know, we know the perfect guy for you. And they, uh, they gave us each other's phone number on a Friday afternoon. An hour and a half later, we were in a restaurant uh, having our first date. And uh, but we finished dinner and she said, I live 10 minutes away. I said, I live five minutes away. She came over and Sunday afternoon she went home. Oh, no oh wow! Yeah, it was pretty nice. <laughs> and we've been we've been together ever since. So, so from the get go, you guys have been in the lifestyle together. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. There was no awkward, uh, honey, uh, married for five years. By the way, here's what I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, took, took that out of it. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie uh, had her eyes wide open while we got involved with this. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, you guys kind of talk. We were talking to you off the air a little bit, but uh, you offer some guidance, some coaching to some of the new couples that are coming in. Right. I, I'm a, a medical professional, and I'm also a sexual educator. And a lot of times uh, at events, I do the new couple orientation. Um, and whenever couples are getting into the lifestyle, they always have a thousand questions. So, um, you know, kind of a swinger 101 for them and, you know, sit down and explain, you know, why the women don't need to be afraid and how the men are going to fuck up. So... <laughs> If, you know, once you get that out straight, you know, and, they, um, you know, once women get there and they realize that, you know, they've really ruled this world and guys, as long as you follow their rules, you get to come back to the next party and the next party and the next party. And so when you say uh, guys are going to fuck up. First thing that they do is they don't communicate between each other. The next thing is there, there's got to be some boundaries and rules, especially when you first start out because the lifestyle goes in such a weird, wild gambit from people who just want to watch, people who just want to be watched, soft swapping, which is everything short of actual intercourse, and then there's full swapping where everybody does everything. But it's all consensual. So what happens with new couples especially is, you know, the guys think it's a free-for-all. They can grab and touch and do whatever they want, and it's definitely not that. And women are afraid that that's all they got. Every guy's going to come up and grab and want to just throw them on the bed and have sex with them. So once we explain the rules and how things work, you know, then it kind of calms down. And then the women really get to chit-chat with the other women, and it goes from there. Um, we talked to John and Rosemary about this, too, because they kind of do the same thing a lot of times with new couples. Um, have you ever seen a couple and said, you know what, they're just this probably isn't for you? We have seen many. We were at a party uh, up north. And uh, the husband had brought the wife to the party. She had no clue what kind of party it was. Oh, no. And she literally, she, was, she walked into our room and said, okay, how's this work? And they were like, okay, sit down here. Um, I actually carry a three-ring binder with all my class stuff in it. And we sat down and went over the do's, the don'ts. You know, this is how things work. These are things don't work. Right. And then she was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, well, do we need to go? And I said, well, if you don't feel comfortable, by all means, go. But, you know, just watch. Right. You don't have to do, and there are new couples that come in, they don't have to do anything with anybody, but they can just sit there and observe. And, you know, you, if you, you know, it's like being there with live porn. You get to watch what everybody else is doing, and you don't have to do anything with anybody you don't want to. And are there, um, you mentioned all the different levels. Um, the, the very basic level of that would be the voyeur. Are there right. are there some couples that will come back and that's all they do is right. watch? I, I know lots of couples that they never play with anybody else, but they'll come and they'll watch everybody play, or maybe they'll open their door to their room so people can watch them, and they'll have crazy sex, but they never do anything with anybody else. Okay. That's okay, because the lifestyle is about doing your thing. And respecting people for their limits. Now we've uh, we've talked about a lot of the the rules, a lot of the the different levels and stuff. I want to know from you guys um, as we're sitting here watching what's transpiring around us here tonight. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in your lifestyle? 
Uh oh, they gotta think about it. I've I've been to full on orgies where you know you literally have a pile of people, yep. and that doesn't happen very often. You would think, oh, in the lifestyle, you have these big piles of sex. And usually, it's you know couples or a threesome, or, you know, nothing too crazy. I mean, crazy, but not too crazy. But when you get talking about really crazy stuff. You know, an orgy with probably 30 couples, and literally with everybody was swapping around, you know, no asking, what, I mean, everybody just kind of understood we were going to have, you know, touch, feel, go, move on. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, Jackie, I want to ask you, what what about the lifestyle appeals to you so much? I guess what you can't get with your husband, you can get with someone else. So it's it's kind of like eating the flavor of the week, I call it. It's like variety. Sure. variety. And so right now I'm getting um, molested by one of my really awesome friends. But um, yeah, it's just, it's very, um, it's very cool. You get to, and where I'm maybe weak in my sexual, um, I don't know, I guess my sexual performance with my husband, someone else can maybe give to him too, so I'm okay with that. Um, and I, I, I think too, like for us too, it's, it's just fun. Um, keeping that attitude of it's fun, it's, um, don't, don't take it too seriously. It's just that kind of attitude. I guess I enjoy the most. Absolutely, the variety, the the fun, the, the like-minded adults. That's you know we we talked a lot about that too, especially with the hotel takeover and now this and, and the people we've gotten to know. They're just good people. Yeah. Well, that's the bottom line. We tell people, and I wish I'd coined this phrase, but some other talk shows host actually coined this phrase: "You come for the sex, but you stay for the friendships." Right. And when we look at this, this is a recreational thing. You know, I don't, I don't want to take your wife away. I just want to borrow her for twenty minutes. You know? And you know, we'll we'll play, and you'll find that the sex you have later tonight between the couple will be heightened, made, you know, so high because you've had all this foreplay. Yeah, you may have gotten three blowjobs and had sex with four women, but the sex that you have with your wife later is better than all the others. Right. So, do you always recommend it? Do you guys follow it that you go home that night and you connect together? We try to unless one of us is passing out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not perfect, but yeah, we, we try when we can. And, you know, that's the thing is you you have all this energy that you use up during the day and the night and stuff. And sometimes you'll either get a little too drunk or you're just physically exhausted. You know, so you'll go to sleep, but, you know, at 5 a.m. you might wake up and like, hey, baby, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Yeah, we learned not to make that a hard rule. You just try to you make it happen when you can, but if not, the next morning is usually just as good. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like it's, it's fun. Um, and it helps our communication, too, I think. So, yeah. Um, four years, that's, that's quite a long time. So is there anything, sexually speaking, that you guys want to experience that you haven't yet? I'm more than Louie. Um, <laughs> I have a list. Yeah, so, I mean, I still, I haven't gangbanged yet, but that's a thought idea. Um, I've always wanted to try double penetration. I feel like still I'm like a newbie here, so um, I love women. I wish I could do more with women. I don't always get the chance, but I love to have that sensual experience with another woman. I love that too, so um, there's always connections like that that I wish I could do more. So have have you tried DP with a toy? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I just want real. You want the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm a little nervous, and I'm kind of shy, so... Well, we, we discussed the gangbang thing, and we want to do it with a group of our good friends. Yeah. People we trust and know, oh, sure. as opposed to a bunch of strangers, you know. Right. That makes sense. Absolutely. And they kind of know, know what you like and what you want to, so it goes both ways. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, guys, we want to thank you for sitting down with us here for a few minutes. Um, yeah, we kind of got undressed while we were sitting here. I know. He's getting naked over here. I think we're going to take care I of that. I don't think he had much of a choice. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I know. I think he's getting molested, too. Okay. I mean that in a good way, people out there. So, yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, guys, I appreciate you stopping by, and uh, you know, maybe we'll check back in with you later in the night and see thank how you. it's going. All right, All right thank, thank you very much. Hope appreciate you guys it. have a good night here. Okay? Thanks, All right, thank guys. You. All right, bye bye. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We are live at the house party. We've been talking about it for weeks, and now we are finally here. And oh my, things are in full swing, honey. Yeah, people got naked 
It got naked outside. It got a lot naked outside. That's all right. Was um, that intentional? The full girl. swing thing? No, it actually wasn't. That was cool. that was very punny. I'll take it. I'll take it. We are joined now by Bill and Penny. They have uh, decided to stop by our little booth here and chat with us a little bit. Guys, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. Uh, let's start a little bit uh, background on you guys. How long have you been uh, together and how long have you been in the lifestyle? We've been together for 30 years, married for 29. Wow. And Lifestyle probably 18? About 18 years. Who brought it up? He did. He did? Yeah. I definitely see a trend here. That's the usual trend. The ironic thing is that they bring it up and we run it. I can see that. Um, How did that conversation go? What was that first conversation like, Bill? Was it like, hey, I got this idea. We had some friends that we used to go out with every weekend, and one thing led to another, and all four of us ended up naked together. Uh, We decided that it was for us. They didn't decide it was for them. So I started searching the internet to find a place for us to follow it. And I said... There's no way we're going to need anybody from the internet. Those people are crazy. Have you ever talked to any of those people? (laughs) So, you guys, was it an accident that you guys got naked the first time? No, it was planned. It was a planned thing. Okay. It was a planned thing. Um, We had talked about it for a few weeks ahead of time. And we made a plan. And ended up at a hotel so that, you know, it was... On neutral ground, and um, it really did work well for us. <laughs> but they were friends of yours. Oh, very good friends. And we're actually still friends to this day. We just don't have any kind of a sexual element to that relationship. How did that conversation go with your friends? Like, hey, you want to go get it on? I kind of want to do your wife. Actually, he brought it up. Not Bill. The other guy brought it up and said okay. that he'd had a dream about the two ladies together. And the conversation progressed from there. But to be fair... It was after we had been out one night, and we were at a bar, and we were sitting, and there was a band playing, and we were watching these two couples together. And the two couples were sitting, boy, girl, boy, girl, and the the boy and the girl start making out, and the other boy and the girl start making out, and then the guys got up and switched bots, and it started all over again. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of opened our eyes to maybe a possibility with us, I guess. Yeah, we all found that quite interesting when that happened. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. imagine. (laughs) Then you're kind of like... Hmm, let's give this a whirl. Yeah, it kind of stewed for a while. It's not something we brought up right away, but it stewed for a couple of months probably before probably. we actually did something. You know, a lot of uh, people talk about the rules in the lifestyle, especially when you're first getting in there. Uh, a lot of people set rules on, on what you do and what you don't do with your significant other. And a lot of people have the rule of don't play too close to home. Now, you guys kind of broke that rule right out of the gate. Uh, okay, we believe that if you're doing this with somebody else, they're probably not going to announce it to everybody else. I would hope not. So playing close to home as far as we're concerned is not a real... I mean, you don't want to go out and start making out with people and then turn around and change, you know. But um, as far as going out with people in the area or meeting people in the area, we're not afraid of that because you know, I I just... I'm not going to tell anybody I saw them that way. I really don't believe they tell anybody they saw me that way. Well, one of the people we play with is somebody I grew up with. Oh, no kidding. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. So yes. really, really yeah. close to home there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, you guys have uh, no problem with jealousy, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, has it ever reared its ugly head in, in your many years of, of the lifestyle? No. He points out the pretty girls and the nice-looking guys to me. I point out the pretty girls to him and yeah, because I'm, I'm bisexual, so... If you see somebody nice looking either way, he can tell me. <laughs> so were you were you bisexual before you got into the lifestyle, or was it something you, you were you kind of curious? I was a teenager. I'd had a couple of experiences with girls. Um, it wasn't anything that I had actually ever sought out. Definitely enjoyed the experiences that I had, uh, and then when we began, when we became part of the lifestyle, I was able to explore that much more fully and realize how fulfilling that can be. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I started out by, by curious, uh, and that lasted for about two months, and then I'm, I'm not. I'm bi. 
I'm, like, I'm not curious anymore. You can only be curious the first time. After that, you either are or you aren't. Right. Exactly. It's either for you or it's not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, over the years, I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of different things. Um, and I'm sorry, I didn't ask. Do you attend you know, all the events? Do you go to the, the hotel takeovers, the house parties, the campgrounds, the all the different things that are out there? We've been to all of those. We've been to everything. What's your favorite? House parties, probably. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the occasional hotel party, I really like that because that can be that can be a night out and, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of fancy and everybody's removed and, and it's it's kind of like a little fantasy thing. Um, but house parties, I think, are the most relaxed because usually you know people who are there. Um, it's just, it's a very relaxed and friendly setting. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, looking around here tonight, there's, I don't know, 30 or so people here. You guys pretty much know everybody? We know about... 75 percent do you probably yep. so can you the, tell i talk the, the most you'll know everybody <laughs> that's that's the one thing about this crowd that you learn very quickly is nobody is shy everybody is extremely friendly and you're going to talk to them i mean that just yeah they're, they're going to come up and talk to you as long as you're not offended by nudity we are very friendly and very respectful absolutely you know it's it's uh, it's hugely important is to be respectful you don't ever want to talk past somebody's boundaries um, just because everybody has something different that they're looking for in this. And even if you're looking for the same thing, you're looking for a different flavor of it. So you have to be very respectful of people's boundaries and not be overly pushy as long as you're not, you know, freaked out by seeing or watching nudity and, and uh, you know, sexual activity. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned all the different, uh, everybody's looking for something different, the, the different varieties and such. Um, are there are there any aspects of this that you guys really look forward to? I mean, are, are you guys into the, the BDSM at all, the spanking? Are you, you know, yes, for you yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> so everything out there. <laughs> um, we, I, I like to say that, what did I call We're, we're, we're fat light. Yes. Bill and I are, are kind of interested in almost all of the fetishes, but on a nice, low, easy level. <laughs> Just a little sample of each one. Right. Makes sense. Not hardcore on any of them. Well, we might be hardcore, hardcore on a couple of things, but... Two things, yes. <laughs> I do like to be spanked. In your uh, years in the lifestyle, how many... How many... Or I guess what's the what's the craziest thing you you may have ever seen? Anything really out there that kind of sticks out? Yes. <laughs> okay, to me, the craziest thing I've ever seen is a gangbang. Okay. I'm very open. I'm very free, and I I don't mind being with more than one person in a night. But to just go one after another, after another, after another is just absolutely nuts to me and I can't understand it at all. Uh, the one time you had three at once, you enjoyed well, yeah, that quite a bit. I did. I said one after another, after another, after another, uh, after another. They were coming around you at one time. Like I said, I'm open and I'm free, but I mean, there's just... I love asking that question because when you ask uh, lifestylers that question, you say, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen? And they really all kind of go, huh. Because you're so, I guess, attuned to seeing a lot of different things that that nothing really... You don't want to classify anything as crazy. Clothes pinning. Yeah. Clothes pinning is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Have you ever gotten pinched by a clothespin? I've seen it done. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. I cannot believe you for the life of me that somebody would enjoy that. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. We've got some clothespins at home if you want to try it out. No, I was talking about for you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know a few people who could teach you how to use them. I'm just not interested in <laughs> Well, it, he automatically goes to, hey, we'll put him on you. And I'm like, uh, we'll put him on you. Remember, the girls lead the lifestyle. She does, but she's also the one that likes pain. I don't. I don't like pain, <laughs> you like per to be se. You like pain light. 
I like to be spanked. I don't like when it's malicious or intentional pain. No, but you like erotic pain, I would call it. I like it after I'm in the moment. You have to be there. I agree with that. Yeah, you have, you have to work to, up to it. Even if you do it all the time, you have to work up to it. Oh, you yeah. can't just start out and whack somebody and leave a bruise on their ass. Uh, <clears throat> but, sorry, I don't know what I can say. <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, you can't just up and leave, some, leave a bruise on somebody's ass because that's not right. You have to work up to it with something yeah. like that. Um, and... and if you're into it, you're going to find that that tolerance goes up and up and up and, and you find you enjoy more and more. Like girls coming up behind you and rubbing their hands between your legs while you're talking on the radio. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so the asking clause kind of went out the window on this one, huh? When you know somebody and you have a relationship, it does go out the window. But the problem is is that you have to be, all, all people have to be aware that you have a relationship. You can't just think you have a relationship with somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you can't say, oh, we played before, so I can walk up and grab her tits. Most right. of these people we've known for years. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we've, we've always, we talked about a lot of the positives of the lifestyle. Have you guys ever seen an instance like you were just describing where somebody does walk up and grab you and you don't want them to? Should we tell them? <laughs> we've seen that. Have you? We had, we had a little bit of an experience once. Um, we had two. We had two bad experiences in um, in our own thing. Like I said, we've been doing this for at least 18 years. So two bad experiences isn't bad. Um, we did end up meeting up with a couple who uh, we, we got together with, and um, she had a jealous bone. <laughs> uh, apparently he did something for me that he doesn't do for her, and we had her throwing him who is twice her size through my kitchen so um, it was almost a call the police kind of thing it was that bad um, but it didn't end up that way and, it, and it, the other thing was is at one point we had somebody to a house party who we told him you cannot t- touch without asking and he did it and somebody reported it and he was gone I mean if you are having a house party or any other kind of party if you're running it you're very responsible for making sure that everybody's comfortable. So if that kind of thing happens, you get get them out. Absolutely, That's yeah. just the only thing you can do. You know, talking to John and Rosemary, who throw a lot of parties and, and the hotel takeovers and stuff. So far, that's all I've heard is, yeah, if anybody's out of line, they're out the door. Yep. No questions well, it's asked. It's got to be. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. In this environment, yes, I would agree totally. It has to be that way. I was a little bit worried when the Me Too movement started, honestly. Sure. Um, because of the whole idea of ask before you touch and we have so many friends that we do have relationships with I was very worried about how that was going to move but we've learned that um, I've learned watching things that people have actually gotten more respectful but it hasn't really affected the friendships so if you have an ongoing relationship or friendship with people it hasn't affected that and I was worried about that Oh sure. because it, it's a huge thing and you know you turn around and start crying that somebody touched you when you didn't ask them to. Um, Anyway, I don't know how to put it into words, but I I have noticed that um, it hasn't really affected things a whole lot because people have always been respectful. If anything, they're getting more respectful. Excellent. Hey, guys, Bill and Penny, we want to thank you for stopping by and talking with us for a few minutes here tonight. Um, We're going to let you get back to the party, though. I know you're you're wanting to get out there and have some fun. I got a question. Oh, Carmen's Where'd you get your boost, (laughs) TA? Shockwave video in Janesville. Awesome. It's party, isn't it? It's very party. I like it. I like the brass little hooks and the, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Well, (laughs) I like it. And actually, Shockwavesville is not real expensive. Okay. Yeah, I think it was 30 bucks. For a okay. that's dirt cheap. Yes, it is. Awesome. I guess we're going shopping, huh? Yep. <laughs> guys, thanks you so much for sitting in with us. Thank you. Thanks Thank for the you opportunity. So All right. Have a good night. Have fun, guys. Okay. Twist my arm. All right. <laughs> Midwest Menage a Trois. Hey, thanks for listening to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet bringing you an open and honest discussion of sex from the viewpoint of the Midwest. I'm JD, and we would love to hear from you. Make sure you hit us up today. You can email us. It's midwestthreesome at gmail.com. 
or find us on Facebook. We're under Midwest Menage a Trois. Always uh, be sure to leave a review wherever you're listening to us at, either iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, any of those wonderful places out there, and shoot us an email. Let us know what's on your mind. Thanks for listening. This is Midwest Menage a Trois. All right, we are back. You are listening to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. We are live at the house party once again, and now we are joined by... Mark, I'm, Jody. I'm, I'm confused by your name tag. <laughs> Jody and Mark. Yeah, you put both names on both name tags, so let's go. Cool. He now, did. Mark and Jody are both here. That way, no, that way we know who we're with. <laughs> you just match, match them up at the end of the night, and you're like, all right, this is it. I belong to him. <laughs> uh, guys, first of all, we, we were talking a little bit off the air earlier tonight, and um, I want to commend you because we did go on and look at your SLS profiles before we got here we did for everybody um, and yours said something I believe about wanting to play early and be home and in bed by midnight that's like, cor- yeah that's that, Amen. that's correct we're uh we're uh, getting a little bit older and we wait, wait, not, I need we, to rephrase that mark is getting a little bit older <laughs> yeah yeah watch yourself there mark <laughs> So yes, we uh, we enjoy being. Uh, we like to play early, and we like to get to bed before midnight. That is a, that's one thing that we've noticed uh, about the lifestyle is there are a lot of people that like to go until three or four in the morning. Well, no, we are not that couple. Yeah. We find that some people like to go out to the bar and they drink until bar time, and then go play someplace, but they're then they're sloppy drunk, and that's not that much fun. No. And so we like to. Catch a buzz, do some Jody likes tequila. <laughs> Makes your clothes fall off. <laughs> I don't think you have a problem with that. No, I do not have a problem. You that. know, I, w- I would comment on your outfit, but you're, you don't have an outfit. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you did earlier, and it was lovely. <laughs> and I, I enjoy sitting next to her because it's easy access right here. This is this is first date material right here. <laughs> Actually, Absolutely. you should tell them about our first date. Oh, oh. please do. Jo- Jody and I had had sex before our first date, and because uh, I was in lifestyle previously, okay. and then we met, and we'd had sex a couple times, and then I decided that we were gonna st- we were gonna be together because I really enjoy this woman; she's great, and uh, so I said I'd like to take you out for a first date. And they didn't have a lot of money, but I said, I'm going to dedicate a hundred bucks, a hundred dollars for a first date. And she goes, really? Your first date? I said, yeah. I said, we can go to a restaurant, really nice place. We go to a hotel if you want to. Whatever you want to do, the hundred bucks is yours to do what you want with. And we're going to do it together all night. And I said, why don't we do Taco Bell in the titty bar? <laughs> so, so you were married a week later then? Or? <laughs> That's the thing is that uh, I, I said, really? You want to go to Taco Bell in the titty bar? And she goes, that's what I want to do with you. And I says, all right, cool. And uh, so that's what we did. And I told the boys at work that the next day. They said, did you give her a ring yet? I just said, it's in the mail. <laughs> and we've been together. It's, uh, we got married in 2003. And uh, we've been in a lifestyle ever since, and it's been great. We just, we love it. I wouldn't be with anybody else. So there was, you guys never had that awkward conversation then. It was kind of, uh, the lifestyle has always been kind of a part of your lives together. Yes. Uh, as opposed to the, the couple that's been married for 10 years, and then the husband goes, hey, by the way, I got this idea. <laughs> well, it was, it was a little bit easier for me to bring Jody into it because when I first met her she was actually a lesbian and so she liked being with girls and so that was uh, an aspect that I thought well I could take advantage of that can I? <laughs> and he did <laughs> so you turned her <laughs> so, no I've actually been with men before but at the time I was dating a woman oh, okay. okay you converted her back Yes. yes, I just corrupted her further. <laughs> That's it. You corrupted me further because I get both ends of the uh, both ends of the spectrum. So 
I have a lot of fun. I'm guessing then in, uh, in your relationship that jealousy is just just not an issue. Well, yes, there's always that potential for jealousy. I mean, I mean, if, if holy cow. There's always that potential that someone might be too attracted or too attached to a playmate, and that's you know that's not that's a that's a social faux pas. So right, because we know who we're going, we know who we're going going home with. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, as you guys have, uh, have have grown together in the lifestyle over what you said, what 2003. So my goodness, how many years is that now? I'm losing track. Uh, a lot of years, but. Is there anything that stands out over the years that you kind of went, wow, that was different or that was crazy? Well, here's the thing is that the, the lifestyle, when you first get into it, it's a huge learning curve. It's like for to find out what is acceptable for each of you, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big learning curve. It's huge, yeah. So for you guys, um, since you have been in it so long and basically, you know, kind of from the get-go, do your, do your friends know? Do your families, your vanilla friends know? Do your families know? Yes. Most of them. Most of them? Yeah, all my, I work at a factory and all my co-workers from time to time will come to me for advice. Uh, and I actually, I have... A couple times a year, I'll ask someone, ask me, hey, man, uh, how do I get my wife to bring a girl home for me? I said, well, I said, you have to pass a test. And he go, what kind of test? I said, well, I said, does she like other girls? Well, no, not really. <laughs> and I said, well, does, do you guys watch pornos together? No, she doesn't like that kind of stuff. And I says, does she drink tequila? Last <laughs> resort. <laughs> no, she doesn't really like that either. I says, well, will she go to a city bar? Well, no, she doesn't really like strip clubs. I says, all right, the last question. Are you willing to share her with another man? No way. I said, you're all done. Yeah. I said, if you can't answer yes to any one of those, you have no window of opportunity. <laughs> you pretty much covered the whole gamut right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, what would you give uh, as, as, as a bit of advice to maybe a, a couple that's just starting out in a lifestyle? What would you tell them since you guys have such great experience? Go really slow. Talk to each other. And, yeah, communicate. You have to let each other know what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. And if you're not comfortable, you need to make sure the other person knows it. Otherwise, you guys are not going to make it in this lifestyle. There, you can set a lot of guidelines, a lot of boundaries. Because you can always push the boundaries later if you're comfortable, but until that point, you don't, you know, you don't stay within your boundaries, and you'll have so much more fun. One of the things that we find when we were first getting into it uh, as a couple was that we'd be walking through the mall and catch each other checking somebody out in the mall. And then we'd laugh at each other because we knew what the other one was doing. All right, so um, earlier when we first started talking with John and Rose, you were the one that made the puddle on the floor. I was. So Jody is a squirter. Ah, okay. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes. <laughs> and apparently very easily. Yes. I, she's like, like, it's very easy. She's pretty comfortable with it. Yes. Like a stiff breeze and you just, like, <laughs> the flood yeah. dam's open? Well, Denise was just kind of like smack, smacking it with her, kind of the top of her foot. And Mark can do it with his cock if he smacks it with the top. He smacks it with his cock. And we have, like, a five-foot headboard, and there's, like, spill marks, like little drizzles. <laughs> Down, <laughs> down the mirror <laughs> on the headboard. So. so we have to clean it periodically. Yes, yes we do. We do. <laughs> so I, I don't want to get too technical here, but you're talking about slapping it. So you squirt from clitoral stimulation, not vaginally? Yes. Okay. Wow, it could, that's impressive. It could, it could yeah. actually be both. It depends. <laughs> Where you're hitting me on the inside, so I guess I guess I can do both. So I get whatever the fuck I want. Uh, yeah, can you teach her? <laughs> I can try. <laughs> Actually, it would be Mark, because we were at a hotel party one time, and this girl says, "Oh, I can't get, I can't squirt. My husband can't get me to squirt." I'm like, well, "Mark can get you to squirt," and he goes, 
He goes, what are you talking about over there? I said, well, you can get her to squirt. He goes, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, like, come on, let's go. Like, and we go into this room that's got like an exercise equipment and like a sex swing. And I'm like, I'm like, Mark, you can go ahead, try to get her to squirt, you know. And he does just that. And the husband comes in and goes, what's going on in here? And he goes... He goes, I'm making your wife squirt. He goes, you're never going to make my wife squirt. He goes, well, she is. You should probably get a pad because it's making a mess on the floor. Yeah, because yeah, the, the husband walked in and he says, he goes, I've been trying to get a squirt for 12 years and she never has yet. I said, well, you better get a towel. <laughs> he goes, he goes, is she squirting? I said, yes, she's squirting. He goes, well, can I get my fingers in there too? I said, no, there's not that much room in here. I says, and I said, so... So, in the meantime, Jody is standing behind her shoulder, holding on to her, and Jody goes, I'm next. I want to be number two. I said, all right, that's fine. Just then, another girl tapped me on the shoulder, and she goes, can I be next? I said, you're number three. I said, the line starts here. And I was like, I was, end of the night, I was exhausted. I was going to say, how'd your, how'd your arm hold up? Yeah, I was like, the two arms were off balance. They were. So did you give the husband lessons on how to do it? I tried. And have you talked to them since? No, no. Oh, oh that's sad. Yeah, it was successful. Yeah. No, no. Because sometimes maybe it's just her learning what it feels like. A lot of women, that's the thing is that a lot of women, because it's a the sensation of urine, and they want to block that and it's difficult to get them over that barricade than not to block it and right. it's like Jody lost that barricade a long time ago <laughs> actually I lost it with a girlfriend oh, oh. Burn. Wow. burn 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 sorry you weren't the first <laughs> that's okay because when she moved in with me she brought her own box of dirty movies and a video of her and her girlfriend oh, wow. I did like, wow. yes Yes. Rock She's on. A, she was a keeper. <laughs> you didn't get the dirty movies, but you got the you got the toys. Yeah, you had your whole sex drawer of toys. <laughs> Actually, Mark Mark and I went to go to the video store to look for the, the you know like the dirty bookstore to look for toys. And we were trying them out because they all had batteries on them, and they were all hanging on like a pegboard wall. And when I found one that vibrated the whole wall, I said, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, well, we've progressed beyond. Batteries are a thing of the past. It's, it's got to plug into the wall now. Yes, it does have to plug into the wall. I actually brought it with me. I bring it everywhere I go. And she's, uh, well, she's, got, she's got the large vibrator wand, and she broke the cord off on it multiple times. So finally, I had to take an extension cord. I put a 15-footer on it now. <laughs> take it all the way around the house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, guys, as far as the lifestyle is concerned, do you attend all the different functions? Do you go to the parties and the hotel takeovers and the campgrounds and all that stuff? We enjoy the campgrounds. Yeah. yeah, the campgrounds are fun because you can walk out of your camper naked and just be naked all day. And we've also been to, we've been to Hedonism. Uh, one time, that was that was perfect for us. Was Hedo? Now, when you went down there, we we talked about it a lot on the show because we're we're heading that way. Um, did you stay on the nude side or the fruit side? Oh, the nude side. Nude side, all the way. How busy was it when you guys were there? We went during summer, so it was there's vacant rooms, and it was perfect for us. It was perfect. We, we I liked it very much. I was, I was just say I've heard uh, horror stories of in the pool where you can just kind of get in and stand like this. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. <laughs> not, not that bad at all. No, it wasn't like that. No, but it was a lot of fun because I don't. It doesn't bother me to be nude. So to walk out of my room nude and be nude all day, it was very nice, especially since it was hot outside. We had the opportunity to go to Temptations with John and Rose, and uh, we liked Temptations. It was uh, it was fun, but we prefer to go to Hito next time um, just because it's swinger oriented. It is really. And Temptation is not. It's more. No, it's just nudist. It's a little more vanilla. At, at Hedonism, they actually have a an orgy room. Oh, really? Yes. 
it's kind, it's kind of nice because you look up and the roof is all open and you see stars and wow. from the bed. Wow. Yeah, from the bed. Yeah. From, yeah, from the bed you could be fucking looking at the stars. No, no kidding. Oh, yes. Yeah. We are. Uh, we're looking forward to our trip down there. I don't know that you'll be in the orgy room, but when you guys go. On. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you want to go into the orgy room and just be voyeurs or expeditors, you can do that. Really? You don't have to interact with anybody. Yep. Yeah, we're um, we're thinking of going probably March, April. In spring. Yep. In the spring. That'll be fun. Yeah. If you guys like being naked, I don't know. She's never tried it. Well, so. well, we have Teresa just got here. Um, she wasn't that cool on being naked, but when she got there, and, and she, I think she felt a little bit weird having bottoms on, so she ended up going naked. Yeah. Well. I want my first time to be way far away from home. <laughs> it, it is. It's on another continent, so you think you're safe. Really? And I, and I find that surprising because you're a really sexy girl. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a nudist at all. Like, this is as much as I get nude. <laughs> oh, and you can obviously tell that I am. Because I was the first one naked. Carmen, would you like some tequila? <laughs> yeah, I have some. It's very good. It does not make my clothes fall off. I bet you it will. I am a huge tequila drinker. Yeah, it does not make my clothes fall off. Darn. <laughs> so, uh, with the nudity... Uh, do you guys go to just regular nudist campgrounds as well, or is it strictly the swinger-oriented ones? Swinger. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. So, so you don't like the ones that ha- bring their kids with? We no. went, we've been no. to, we've been to Mazo when it was open and uh, kids were there and we found it to be uncomfortable to see naked children playing tag with each other on the beach and yeah we we seen that yeah that's not very comfortable no, yeah. no. that's like bringing my daughter to the beach you know yeah. to a new no, beach and no. that, that so, even even though you know she might not not go mind going by herself yeah. new to the beach i think she would mind going with her parents new to the beach oh, right yeah. right yeah. Yep. Um, yeah so no we and we're birds of a feather we just soon hang out with the people that on the same way with, as we are right oh right. absolutely and, yeah. and actually my my daughter's not that far off of the wavelength why don't you tell her about the bed oh, phone call my uh, her daughter my stepdaughter uh, she lives in california now and she actually, um, she called me up one day and she goes, I need to buy a bed. I said, well, just, I said, you're a young girl. I said, just go buy the cheapest one you can get. I said, the right, the proper size. And she goes, what size do I need? Well, we need to determine what size bed you need. <laughs> and I said, and she goes, well, how do I do that? I said, well, it's usually based on how many people sleep with you at any one time. <laughs> And she goes, well, usually not more than three, but I've had as many as four in there at a time. And I said, well, a, a king would be perfect for you, but you can get by with a queen. You have more room in your bedroom. And she goes, oh, that's very helpful. I said, yes, I, I, I'm glad I could help. That's one of those awkward conversations. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's not awkward at all because it's like when, when our kids were growing up, um, they got a clue pretty early on that we were swingers because uh, we'd be uh, we'd say, well, you guys got to go find some place to spend the night because I have I had a son and she had a daughter and we all lived together and I said you guys need to go find some place to stay this Saturday night because we're gonna have friends over. Well, why should we have to leave? You just got friends over. I said because. We're going to have friends over. We're going to be in the hot tub. We might not have clothes on. You guys are going to leave. <laughs> How did so, they feel about that? And so, it, you know, they were, so then it, as conversations progressed and, and they would find things around the house, uh, sex toys or whatever in our bedroom because we never put them away and they come into the room. And so then they'd say, so when it finally came to say, okay, well, we're going to have friends over, they'd say, okay, I'm gone. They'd say, we're gone, we're, we're out of here. If we happen to go out, though, my daughter would counsel me on what I'm wearing because you can, like, either see through it or my boobs are having halfway out. Or we, were at, we, were actually, we were actually going to our friend's house one night. And they go, and, we, and, and they go, my daughter goes, well, 
What? <laughs> Jody's back and uh, got her some Jody. revenge for messing with him while he was on the air. Jody's being molested at this time. Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter goes, well, if you're going over to their house and you don't really know them, you only met them once, they go, well, what if they tie Mark up and throw him in the closet and rape you? I'm like, yay! <laughs> And that's, that's like literally what I said to her. So, and, and, the, and, the, and the daughter proceeded to counsel us further. Yes. Oh, yes. But so, but and after that, when we said that we were going to go have friends over, after that point, um, they would just make the statement, say, okay, but nobody sleeps in my bed. I said, hey, that's cool. They can sleep in my bed. And, you know, yeah. and so, and so, yeah, it was, it was a progression. They learned early on, and so now, yeah. Yeah, they pretty much know. My family knows. Yeah. yeah. I don't really care. If, you, if they don't like it, you know, then don't, don't talk to me. Well, she, they knew you were. They knew that you were a lesbian before you and I got together, though, too. Yeah, they did. Okay. Sure. So then it all kind of makes sense that yes. you would bring other people in. Yes. All right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for stopping by and chatting with us a little bit here. We're going to let you get back to the party and go have some fun. Thank you for having us. So, thank yeah, you we very might, much. might catch back up with you later in the night. All right. Take care. Right. Thanks, guys. Midwest Menage All right, guys. That is going to wrap up part number one of the house party special. I hope you enjoyed those interviews. We will be back next week with an all new show, an all new set of interviews from the same party, and uh, some more interesting stories. So make sure you tune in for that. We will see you next week. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Bye-bye.